Shalom, today's daf Yomi is Nadarim daf Pei Tes, Nadarim 89. And today's daf Yomi, we're going to start at the bottom of 88b, three lines from the bottom, where the Mishnah is going to discuss some of the laws of, of the fact that a husband can, can, is not allowed to annul the vows of his wife when she made this vow prior to the full marriage. So it says in the Torah, in Numbers chapter 30, verse 10, V'neder almana ugrusha yakum that the vows that a widow or a divorcee, will, those vows are upheld. Now, if we, up, if we interpret this verse literally, it means to say it's, it's actually not, not needed at all because since... Since the the husband, she, since she has no husband, who's going to be made for those vows? So therefore, our mission explains that what is this verse referring to? A widow and a divorcee who is not married to who's going to annul the vows? So Kate said, so what's it referring to? Amra, let's say she makes a vow while she's a widow or divorcee, and she says, She says, I'm going to become a Nazarite after 30 days. Even though she gets married uh, within those 30 days, meaning to say, Meaning to say, even if she gets married before the vow actually takes effect, the husband cannot revoke those vows, cannot be made for them, because since she accepted those vows prior to uh, entering into his jurisdiction, the husband's not able to annul the vows prior that she made prior to the marriage. And even if they're only going to take effect after the marriage. And so now we turn to the top of our daf of 89a, and the daf says also the opposite. Let's say she makes a vow while she is in the jurisdiction of her husband, and then Then the husband can annul the vows, even though the vows will only first take effect after she leaves his jurisdiction. Kate said, how do we determine this? Amra, so let's say the wife says, Let's say the wife says, I'm going to be a Nazarite after 30 days. And then the husband immediately revokes those vows. Even though she becomes widowed or divorced within 30 days, and so therefore the vow is going to take effect when she's in her own jurisdiction at that point. Since the, the vow is going to be the vow is going to be rejected because since at the time that she made it, she was under his jurisdiction. Now the mission is going to bring a case where the husband is not going to be able to reject the vow, even though she is going to be under his jurisdiction both during the time of the vow and during the time of the hafar and during the time of the rejection. Let's say the woman gets married, and, and after she gets married, nadra bobayom, miniskarsha bobayom, she gets, she makes a vow that day, and she also is divorced that day, and then hechazira bobayom, and after he hear, and then he remarries her, and then after he remarries her, he heard about the vow that she made. So even though she is basically under his jurisdiction, both during the time of the vow and during the time of the rejection, we're still going to say, he's not going to be able to reject her vow because the husband cannot reject vows that were that took effect prior to their full marriage. This is called the law of Codeman. That this law of rejecting vows prior to the relationship Ironically, the husband can do it can do it when they're just betrothed, but there he's doing it in partnership with the with the father. But here, since they're in a state of nisuin, 
he's not going to be able to annul these vows. So says our Mishnah, Ze'akwal, this is the general rule, this is the general rule, Kol whoever goes into his own, meaning to say, Kol whoever, whenever, let's say she leaves, after she takes the vow, she goes into her own domain for one moment, once she goes into her own domain for one moment, even for one moment, he's not going to be able to annul the vows. So that's the basic principle. So the Gemara is going to bring a dispute amongst the Tanayim whether or not we go, we follow the statement of the vow or when the vow will take effect. That's going to be a dispute uh, amongst the Tanayim. So the Gemara brings for this an alternative source from the time of the Mishnah, which is called the Tosefta. And the Tosefta states, Tanya, we learned in the Tosefta, Amano ugrusha sha'amra hareni nizira So in this case, the widow or the divorcee says, I will be a Nazarite when I get married. And then she gets married. Uh, so meaning to say, the time arrived for the vow to take effect. Rabbi Shmuel Omer, Rabbi Shmuel says, if the husband uh, wants to, yafer. Uh, if he wants to, he can annul her vow that took place prior to the Nisuin. Because what's Rabbi Shmuel's thinking here? Even though we say a husband can annul in the case of Kodman, in this case we're going to say that since the a time where the vow will take effect is the time where he is going to be married to her, is the fixed time with respect to the rejection, and there he's under her, she's under his jurisdiction. Therefore, even though it's a case of Kodman, he's going to be able to annul the vow. That's the argument of Rabbi Shmuel. Whereas Rabbi Akiva says, Lo Rabbi Akiva says, no, he's not going to be able to annul the vow because he's going to say that, that the time that fixes the vow is the time is the time of the accepting of the vow, not the time where it takes effect. And so therefore, since she wasn't his wife at that point, he cannot annul the vow when they get married.